Is uh, Interstellar. I think we've all seen it at separate times. And um, yeah, we don't need to, I don't think we need to dive too much into the plot because I feel like people who are going to listen to this have already watched it, right? Yeah. And so I think I think we should just kind of break this down into the, the, the thirds. The first third, second third, and, and last third. The first third I have is um, starting from the, get, from the beginning. Uh, goes from Cooper to. Okay, so the first part of the movie, uh, what do you guys think? We get this kind of dynamic between Cooper and his daughter and his and, son. And his, barely. Yeah, <laughs> barely his son. Um, what do you guys think about? Just, I guess, that dynamic and him leaving on a spaceship to go essentially find a, find a planet that's habitable for, for mankind. Um, what worked for you or what didn't work for you? There's some things that did not work for me that I, again, it's kind of nitpicking, but yeah. When did you guys start? I have a couple of things. I thought it was, could have been a little bit shorter. Yeah. They spent a lot of time just like going over the farming. I get, I get it. It built up the story pretty well, but I was like, let's get the space guys. <laughs> you know, I'm here to see this like action scene. So like, <laughs> that was one thing, and then the other thing I thought it was kind of the time consistency. I was talking to Arthur about it. It's kind of weird that the the whole Earth has changed, but it's been such a short. It seems like it's like a hundred over a hundred years in the future or something. It's like cultures change. There's no more armies anymore, but it's only been like. Years or something, or they say like twenty years, something like that. Yeah, so there is no like direct, there's no direct like time frame this yeah. happened in. Like I think they kept it kind of vague on purpose. They just mm-hmm. the whole idea is like blight is happening and all of these crops are going away. Look how deep, like he's not even he used to be NASA now he's like a farm, but like everyone who worked with him is still a NASA. It's like everyone who used to do it is still like, they're around the same age. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. I think the idea is like they cut they cut funding for NASA, which kind of like he took from today's like current situation. And in secret, NASA has been in the background, kind of operating, trying to figure out this, this issue. Um, my, I didn't like it. I liked it. It was just a, it was a thing. Yeah, my kind of like. Sorry. Um, oh, wrong. Did you? I don't call. Just call in. Can you get them a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to pause now? Can you pause? No. Or does it do a new recording? New recording. Damn it, what's the matter? By the way, who, so keep going. <coughs> who was it in the, the group who wanted to have the interstellar conversation? Was it everybody or was there a particular person? Uh, I think much everyone. Pretty much everyone. Pretty much everyone. We thought, why not? Because it's a Nolan film, you know, so it's going to come out of it. Sure. Uh-huh. I figured I'm going to go see it just like a participating conversation. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want to talk about it, it must be something interesting about it. Um, so my my big criticisms for the beginning of the film um, are two parts. Like one, I'm totally fine with the setup that the Earth is blighted and that we're in a very t- 
timed existence on the planet. That's totally fine. But I think Nolan goes a little bit too far with the whole um, kind of ironic return to, you know, kind of this disbelief in science where you, you're shortly shown that uh, Murph, you know, is, is a kid that's, you know, beyond her age in terms of understanding and is uh, challenging her peers and also her teachers, but the teachers and the administration are blatantly ignoring, not even just practically saying that the sciences don't apply anymore, they're, they're actively ignoring the whole aspect of space travel that you know we're supposed to take as have failed in the past, which is fine, but I think the extra step to blatantly ignore a large part of technical technological advancement is just unnecessary, right? Because it, it introduced it, it introduced a very short, as we found out later, a very short conflict that didn't really go anywhere anyway. Because so which which part are you talking about? The part where he has that that uh, parent teacher conference about Murph. Oh, and where, they talk about where, where they blatantly talk about how it's almost farcical that we even went to space. That the moon yeah. landing was. <laughs> oh, yeah, I like that part. Where they thought it could happen. Right. Yeah. It was fake. I like that. That, that was kind of like. Was fake. That's definitely like a uh, conspiracy theory. Yeah. Right. Like, and I thought that wasn't necessary. Like I didn't yeah. think it added anything really to the story. Um, but also, you have this situation where the planet is blighted, and the story, as we find out, is blatantly. U.S. centric. No other nation is a part of this completely planetary crisis right. <laughs> in terms of figuring out what's going on. Put us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is like right. so, I thought it was just funny, right? Because I didn't carry it away because he still told the story. But for him to, in a in a sense where literally the human race is about to be extinct, only apparently the United States cares about this. Yeah, so you get it. At least they were smart about sending actual right. like pilots and people up into space instead of like miners. Yeah, oil yeah. drillers to go into space instead of getting space yeah. to learn how to drill. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was an Asian, one of the brave astronauts pictures, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But a part of the NASA program. Sure, I was like, right. that is a United States program. How are we used to it? Right. So clearly, you know, Russia, I guess, is gone. You know, <laughs> uh, the entire European continent's gone. Asia's gone. They've been blighted out of existence. Right. No one cares except for the U.S. They didn't even really mention what happened in the rest of the world. They, they, yeah. really they just simply talked about humanity as a whole. Hey, Ronald, can you hear us? Ronald? You said you can't hear us. Are we on again? Uh, we shouldn't. Yeah, I got the feeling it was kind of like the. Oh, Star hey Ronald, Trek can you hear us? Thing like, there's no more armies, there's no more money. Yeah, yeah. You can't hear I, us. I got, I got that kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. All those civilizations. Right. I mean, I think that makes sense, sense, right? They they find out that space exploration didn't prove to be the answer to the planet's situation. Ergo, they made the conscious decision that they needed to dump money just surviving. Yeah. Right. Which is totally fine, but I think ignoring that attempt is just yeah, dumb. Right, because that's just ignoring history and not learning from it, technically speaking. But also, you know, the fact that they just decided to ignore the, every other country that exists on the planet. How about those yeah, Oh, really? You can hear me? Point to why... Oh, we're still talking about the relationship, right? I'm talking about the beginning of the film. I really didn't see the point why they withheld the information of what they were trying to do from the rest of the world, because, you know, we've grown up believing that hope is, like, the greatest <clears throat> motivator. 
and they basically withheld all notions of hope from the existing human race. Well, they do, they do mention uh, later in the film, but also implied in the beginning, that in these types of situations, it would just induce unnecessary panic. Because um, people would be flocking to the potential lifeboat that they would be running off of. But we also find out later in the film that, based on the original doctor's research, there wasn't an answer anyway. So why give them a hope that they already proved wasn't going to be the case? And so this was a, a one of the most, you know, critical, well not critical, most representative examples of, you know, ignorance is bliss, right. where people kind of accepted their fate. You know what's really interesting about that is it's, it's kind of like sort of the, the Illuminati New World Order uh, mentality, yeah. but with truly good human control, chaos avoiding mentality in play, where these guys had no bad intention. They just didn't want the chaos and the panic yeah. and um, the disorder. Yeah. So it was really interesting that they, they chose that way. And I'll be honest, I mean, I, I watched the movie and I didn't really pick it apart in terms of holes, but I kind of agreed with how they went with it. Even though I didn't necessarily agree, especially the whole, you know, we never went on the moon thing. I saw how it was important for sort of character development and why it was, why everybody's just kind of growing corn instead of trying to do more. Um, but, you know, I, I thought it, I really thought it worked. I think it helps that the story, sort of emphasize the story a little more. Uh, not the story, but the, the setting up of the story. Mm -hmm. Because it was, he really did care about NASA and science. Yeah, right. like, I think he knew it wasn't fake, yeah. but the rest of the population did. Or thought so, anyway. And it's like, I guess, goes along with the theme of like, space travel is important and like mm -hmm. we, we need to continue doing it. I mean, I think we're just talking about like nitpicking here, but I think for the most part, everyone was okay with, you know, the, the, the intro. I was good with it. I mean, I'll agree with Nick. Now. In the beginning, it was sort of like close to getting dragging. Yeah. You know, a little bit. Like, they spent a lot of time on the home front, which is fine. I like you know, I like the character interactions and the whole NASA didn't exist thing. I'm like, oh, okay. They're just trying to show, like, you know, to, to show that the daughter is really smart or trying to always push against a system that doesn't believe her. Right, because they obviously said, "Oh, kid, you don't know anything. You know, NASA doesn't exist." And she's like, "What?" So I think they're trying to also build up the character of Murphy. Like she's always been like this young kid who's who was a little more intelligent for her age, um, and that didn't bother me too much. I kind of like, okay, yeah, this is just a different world, different society. But it, I, I agree with Nick. It's like all, I'm like, I was almost like getting kind of sleepy. I'm like, okay, let's get moving on something. I don't know whether it's going to space or something. I was like, where else? Because you know, McConaughey's talking a lot about stuff. Um, and let's get going, you know. So I wouldn't be like, you're going to play out tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. But I, mean, I didn't have too much of a problem with the setup. Um, yeah, I, 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 I know you don't like the, the whole, like, why didn't the world, why wasn't the world involved? I, I feel like it was good to have it at a smaller scale. Like, I would have felt like, oh my god, this is like Armageddon where, you know, it's like a way big production. Like, I, I, I don't know, for me, I enjoyed that it was smaller. Sometimes um, you can't ask too many things, because yeah. otherwise you... Then it becomes like a Doom movie, like yeah. a world or, Doom or movie. Or you make it, the scale becomes unmanageable, and then there's certain yeah. things you have to just accept. Because otherwise, every other movie will fall apart that we ever watch. So like, what, why the heck did this didn't happen with this group? It's like, well, yeah. there's certain boundaries. It's you like a Marvel to... movie. <laughs> like, well, getting characters. Yeah, you have to have to bound it a certain way to have control over the story. So, yeah. I mean, it doesn't make complete sense, and I get that, but I don't know, I was okay with letting it go. Okay, let's, uh, let's, let's move on. So, pretty much after this, um, Cooper um, and team, they head out 
through a wormhole and they visit their first planet, which is um, Miller's world. Yep. It's um, water, right? Yep. Yep. The water. Yeah. I thought this was probably the funnest area of the movie for me. I really liked the visuals going through the wormhole. I, I had no idea what we were expecting. Me, Kevin, and Kai, we watched it in the, the Dublin IMAX. So it was like three stories and the, the sound is like blazing. We're like, oh shit, we're going to space. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it felt pretty like, yeah, it felt pretty crazy. And then, um, yeah, so what did you guys think about that? I have a lot of things to say about the Miller World part when they actually get on there. But uh, yeah, what do you guys think? It's amazing how production quality of the whole movie is amazing. I mean, technical and production quality. And I've, I've told this to a few guys. It's like they made space travel and on the planets a wondrous thing. At the same time, a very scary thing. Right. Um, where, you know, with that part where he says, like, oh, you know what? This wall here, that four inches of uh, sheet metal or whatever, that's that's the only thing between you and, and death. And like, wow, that's, that really... And then when they get to the planet, it's like, oh, it's just water. But then... I've never been like so scared like on a planet of water. Like it's that, you know, all it is doing is just crashing on you. But they made it like so suspenseful. Yeah. See, it's crazy. Funny. When they landed, which I was like, yeah. Yeah. why is their their ship just landing on yeah. water? Right. Yeah. And, and shallow water too. Shallow water. And they're walking up there. And then they, yeah, yeah. Shallow water. Yeah. But shallow, yeah, well, is this supposed to, so? Is this supposed to be like a whole planet basically shallow water? Apparently, right. So I did some some. There's a whole like interstellar Reddit subreddit just for, for like <laughs> storylines. People just post every day. But I guess the idea is that uh, because that planet is so close to Gargantua, mm -hmm. the uh, you know how we have like a high tide and low tide. It's essentially the same thing, but it's huge because um, the black hole has so much uh, gravitational. Well, I guess the proximity covered in water though. Right. Right. I don't know if it's entirely covered, but a huge part of it is covered in water. And so that's why it created, creates like these huge tidal waves. And so I think at one part, yeah. I'm not sure, but at one point they say they look at, they're looking at Miller's world and it looks like there's mountains, right? So oh. if you're taking in, into account like the time, the time factor, it's where it's whatever, one hour. Oh, is, those is are the it looks, it's, it looks like a mountain from in space when you get closer. It's actual tide, and so because it's not moving when you're when you're in space looking at it, right? Mm -hmm. So that's why they, I think they think it's um, mountains at first. Mm, that's right, that's right. They're looking off in the horizon too, right? They see like mountains range, right? And it's the waves, right? And they think it's mountains, but it's actually waves. Um, something interesting that I read, which I'm not sure is true or not, but uh, it, there's one part where they're going through the clouds, and apparently. Um, you can see, I told Kai this, you can see Miller's ship crashing. Oh, really? Because of the time oh, difference. Really? Like, yeah, oh, time dilation. Like, it's it's on the lower third. Yeah, I, no, I didn't see no, it. No, that doesn't make any sense. Because they had to have time for the beacon to come back and give them data. They came at the same time the thing crashes, and that's, that's them beating time. If she had, well, that's the other thing. If she had just crashed, well, I don't know. How could it be sending back positive signals? Yeah, just it makes no yeah. But they said she just crashed like five minutes before they got there, right? Yeah, it's like minutes before they got <laughs> there. I was talking about this with my wife, so you know how time is distorted? Yeah. Think of it this way. She had to have time to crash and the signal get out. However, the signal is actually subject to the time distortion as well. Uh, yes. But speed of light or speed of sound is faster than... Doesn't matter Neither of which are going at that yeah, speed. Yeah, none of them can go at that speed because they still have right. years. Yeah. So it, had to, it, it would take... Let's say speed of light was whatever. It would still be squished down because of 
gravity. So the, yeah. the signal would have gone out, you say? And then it would have to accelerate beyond the speed of time to reach yeah. Earth for them to interpret it to come back and say, that's an option. Yeah. Um, so that, that, my wife and I were thinking that just doesn't make sense physically. So that's a whole, it's like, because he could sort of yeah. not reach them by then. Now, if they had said she was there for a, a week or maybe a month that time, yeah. then that might have made a little more sense. But did they say within minutes? I'm not too sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway, that's just nitpicking again. But it was yeah. an interesting way they did it. Yeah. But I don't know, I thought that scene was really cool when when they turn around and there's a giant wall of water. I did have a problem with that scene, though. Okay. <clears throat> if the gravity there is 1.330% of what Earth was, they should have went out on the water on the robots. Because you know how she got oh, stuck and the robot oh, went out right. to get her and it got there and back. And there was a lot, yeah. Time was in essence. Those robots should have been their vehicle. They should have been so much more with those robots. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. they're like, what? oh, now we're gonna oh, die. Okay. All right, yeah. Come over here. Yeah. Sure. So I'm like, dude, if you're losing years every minute or every few minutes, yeah. just send the robots. Be up. quick. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like Tars. I'm gonna jump on you. Let's go. Yeah. Right yeah, out there. Yeah. Or yeah. so, I, I, I would say I take that as they want to explore themselves. Well, well once you see that water, yeah, yeah, you're like, all right, let's do this the fast way. Right, right. Yeah. That's what a lot of people were saying. It's like, why did don't waste time. Uh, what's her face and name? Yeah, yeah, way. Way. Uh, what's her character's name? Um, I just call her Dr. Brandon Girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, she, was she was annoying. Yeah, she, I was Brand. like, you are so annoying. <laughs> get on the goddamn. They should have just told Taurus to get the data instead of Rand going out to her. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. 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 She could have articulated for you. That was just an artificial way to create conflict. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That whole scene was like my favorite too, I think, because like it was all a trip, you know, like the water. Yeah, and they had like, like that. Yeah. They had really like you know short time frame to like. And when they got back, and they're like, it's like, dude, you guys have been gone. Yeah, the size of that wall tidal wave, I was wondering why while they were landing, they didn't see it coming. While they were landing, it was huge. Yeah, it should have been enough. It was absolutely no, massive. No, not when you're in the planet's atmosphere. Yeah. You don't you don't miss that when you the ship is coming right, in. That's it right. It should have been maybe they thought it was a mountain. But it could have been they like, can at that point. It could if it's like far away. Like if it's But it wasn't. It we wasn't saw the speed of that thing moving. Ridiculously fast. Yeah. It was just moving. The one that was behind them. That's the one we're talking about. Yeah. Right? You can't just completely ignore behind you. Right. Especially when you're landing in your ship. I can imagine I can agree that uh, watching it from the the ship that they're using uh -huh. that they can see it as a mountain. Right? Because right? that's relative to you as an observer on that right, planet, right, right. time is passing slower. But when you're in that planet's atmosphere, you should see that wave coming. I think you'd hear it. Oh, but when they're coming yeah. down, they're not paying attention, remember? They're like, they're kicked on like a crazy way. He's like leaping down. Sure. Floating down. But there's still, I mean, there's still the telemetry on the actual ship. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. like, I, again, okay. this is just are another... Are we still nitpicking? But are we assuming normal physics on a planet that we have no idea? Well, they understand the physics because it still obeys general law. Yeah. They understand they're next to... Um, Black hole. Right. Because how However, else do they evaluate the planet? Yeah. Okay. You can't just throw everything out the window and then just say, okay, we're going to try and guess. Yeah. Right. You still have to at least try and adhere to your own right. laws of okay. uh, nature before you do any of that. Just so, uh, again, I was reading online, one of the biggest nitpicks that people had was in this in this scene where um, they, they left off from uh, Miller's planet is because if it's 130% gravity, how are they able to lift off That's with that right gravity right. then and then they have to on, on Earth they use they have to use the two like huge whatever rockets. Boosters, right? right? Oh yeah. But I mean I guess like if you're trying to I'm I'm okay. thinking here, like if you're trying to conserve I think it's a gas, conservation of fuel thing. Yeah. And I think that um, they would have worked 
worked it in. I think he did as the pilot yeah. worked out the calculation for it. I, I do think they account for it. Yeah. Like if you're doing so something that's, that's I mean, far away, yeah. you're going to use Earth boosters and consume other fuel to get out. Right. Um, that shuttle can get the top from Earth. Then, it could have, but it would have been a waste of fuel. Fuel. Yeah. You probably would have gotten to space and then be done. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. You know, something like exactly. that. Who knows? Yeah. Right. No, if we actually go back to that propulsion argument, um, the I forget what, the, what the, wherever they call the the assistant thing, um, they, the docking, the docking space, station, whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. So the docking station they use it to accelerate towards Saturn, which is at an incredible speed because they did it in four years, which the record is about four years, but that was a probe going past Saturn, not arriving at it. Um, in order to stop at Saturn. You need to have an equal force acting on your docking station, which, if you look at that thing, yeah. and nothing on the other side to really do this. So, it you know, if you want to nitpick on on, on, on traveling in space, right? Um, they they magically stop themselves at Saturn when they use like an excessive amount of propulsion to get there as as, as quick as they did, and it just suddenly stopped. Did they, did so they, they stop or did they stop? just yeah direct themselves toward the hole? Right. I mean, they could have, but they definitely drastically slowed themselves for their approach into the wormhole. In which well, they case, stop, right? they don't swing around it, right? They, no, they no, just they go into it, right? right? Wow. In which case, there was no because they even stopped the anti-gravity um, uh, ro ro rotation well, for the space. Well, the black guy asked them to stop the spinning. <laughs> right, yeah. but okay. you know they have, you have to slow it and stop it. So I mean, either way, if they're, if we're going to nitpick that, that was also a really bad, uh, really bad slip on the on the movie. And just a note, I loved. How they came back and they had spent 23 years on the planet. Yeah, the that, that kind of creeped me out, and I was like, "What?" That creeped me out. That was the creepiest part of the whole movie. Yeah, that was. Uh, I agree. Although, like, that might be the best aging man ever. <laughs> For 23 years, he had a little bit more gray. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it made it more real. And something yeah. else I mentioned too that my wife, she's a she's a psych major. She's developed human development, where she studied it, and she told me that it seems absolutely ludicrous that would they would send. Explorers on, on a one-man team. She says that the human psychology can't handle it, and that what happened to Doctor Man was obviously going to happen to at least a few of them. Right, right, yeah. absolutely. Right. She said, she said that it would have made more sense, in her opinion, as sort of a psychologist, that um, they explored six planets and not twelve on two-man teams, rather than twelve planets uh, on a one-man one -man team. Even if they had a robot that seemed human. Right, right. right. That was weird too. That they or the one yeah. team, one man teams. Perhaps they're just desperate. Just uh, that's what I told her. Yeah, I said it's probably here. constraint. You project managers probably understand. <laughs> Much constraint, resources, time, all that. Good like stuff. I think it's risking life. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think it's just there to die. Like, I think so too. Yeah. yeah. So. So. Um, that thought was interesting. Well, that's one one last interesting thing I read in sub uh, the Interstellar subreddit. The the track on there. Uh, the, the music track from Hans Zimmer uh, uh, is titled Mountains. And if you hear in the background while they're on that water planet, there's a ticking, um, there's a tick, tick. Oh, really? Thing. In the music? Yeah. So, but every tick, and, and it gets faster as the big wave is coming, every tick on there is a day that passes by on, like, time. Wow. So it ends up, somebody so actually sat ticks. through this. Somebody sat through this. 22 ticks, okay. No, 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 it's a day. Oh, okay. So you're talking about 23 oh, okay. years? Oh, you're talking about okay, times, yeah. all right, wow. So every second happened to be a day wow. in, in life. So but it can only speed up as they enter and leave the atmosphere, though. But, um... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You can't change while they're actually on the planet. It's 
Scott's that time. Right. I don't. I don't. I this is all anything. okay. So the time is relative, right? To so an observer. Right. It's not a constant variable right, right, within right. space time. Right. And so it's just a composed song that like, right. he he planned it where like every second is. Like, so this is always relative to Earth. Just right. saying. And because the time is so extreme, if you move up a foot, that's literally seconds or minutes. Yeah. So I mean, it's exactly yeah. whatever twenty-three wow, years yeah. or whatever. Well, away did. from the uh, yeah. If you count up all the days. How long the were they there so in the movie in their time? How long were they on the planet? Like, yeah, I guess like, three hours. About an hour. Yeah, an hour. About, about an hour. hour. It didn't seem like an hour. Did they skip no. the loss over some part? They came they... there within minutes. They had the incident, uh, and then the ship broke down for about forty-five. Like less than an hour. So there were forty-five minutes where they were just sitting there. They didn't show the. So maybe just remember the wave flooded their engines or whatever, and the drain time was forty-five minutes to an hour. Oh, okay, right. But so yeah. they left about a minute before it was completely unflooded. Right, right, right. Okay. So it was pretty fast. Yeah. I'd say less than two hours. Okay. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah so definitely less than two hours that yeah. they're on the planet. I thought it was, like, I thought it was just half an hour. First, yeah, but like, okay, now that now they yeah, yeah, say that, yeah. But keep in mind, too, it ended up being 23 years, most likely because the seven hour measure is when you're on the surface. Right. Right. The whole time you're getting there, you're losing time, too. True. Yeah. And the time you're leaving, you're also losing time. Um, okay, let's go to the next scene. The next scene, uh, well, the next area. Cooper decides, and this is, okay, well, Cooper decides to go to Edmund's, wait, not Edmund's, oh. um, man's planet, um, who they receive data from, like, this is ideal conditions, like, you know, everything's super nice. He's the one that went to the all the way, I was like, I got a bathroom! That's why you pissed the horror movie. I did! <laughs> I did! I couldn't handle it. Uh, yeah. And after the water scene, he had to go to the bathroom. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so here we get to meet uh, Dr. Mann, who is, turns out to be Matt Damon. Uh, yeah. Nick, <laughs> he turns to me and he's like, Matt Damon? Like, yeah. That was my funny surprise. I remember was the audience surprise. was like, Whoa. I didn't know he was in it. That was a good surprise. That was a very good surprise. Um, and, and so yeah, he ends up turning turning against them, which I, I kind of don't understand the motivation for that, but uh, well, yeah, what did you guys think about that? First of all, I thought this is one of the biggest, like lamest parts of the movie is when Anne Hathaway is arguing for herself on why they need to go to Edmund's planet, and she's just like, love, love surpasses all. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know I was that. like, yeah. what are you talking about? Okay. Shut up. I had no place in okay. this movie. <laughs> so actually, wait, wait, wait. So my friend had the same thing, uh-huh. and... I, I thought about it. I'm like, okay, I get what she's saying, and I understand. It's not so much the content of what she's saying. I think it's just the way it, she's delivering it. It comes off as sort of so, trite and cheesy. So, but I do get what she's saying. Okay, I get it too, Like, but I feel like the dialogue is just off. Like, you don't have to make it so overly like, obvious. Yeah, right? I think it's delivery. If love traverses time... No. Get out of here. <laughs> you know, really stupid. You know, I didn't like that or the way this happened. <laughs> no, so, so that's the thing, because uh, I felt like she was trying to say, look, I'm going to go. Well, the part that I, I, I got was she, she had two people that she was going to go. She suggested, right? One of them was she, she had a relationship with, and the one she didn't. And she was saying, I want to go to the one that I had a relationship with, right? Uh, but originally, she didn't say that she had a relationship with this person. And then they discovered that, oh, wait, you want to go to this guy because you actually are dating, right? right. And then... And then I understand that she's talking about time and love and transversing, and even if though they have no more relationship, she still has something at her heart for this guy. I get that. I like, okay, you can still feel something for somebody. And yeah, it comes off as cheesy, but technically speaking, they are traversing time and space. He still has, she still has a yearning for this guy. Now, having said that, she does end that quote with saying, look, 
even though I have a relationship with this guy, it doesn't mean I'm wrong about his planet not being suitable or not. That's fact. Right. Like, it could be suitable. So take my personal thing out of the equation. It doesn't mean that I'm wrong. I mean, I can still be right as well. But, uh, yeah. So and I, and I got like, okay, I can kind of get that. Like, if you have longing for somebody, I just think and, and <laughs> there's a bias. But it doesn't mean you're necessarily wrong, but you may have a bias, but it doesn't mean you're wrong. Yeah, I didn't get a dialogue with that. She didn't have so to think, say all that. She was just said, you know... Like, I think it was delivery. So my friend had the same problem, but I, I don't think it was the content of what she said. I, I get that. I just think... Because <laughs> I, I, I felt like Nolan was trying to make the movie not so science-heavy. And say, there are some things you just can't scientifically prove or show. There are just some things that are more, quote-unquote, spiritual in nature that, you know, we're not trying to say... Science, but those but things are better left unstated. Yeah, you don't have to say it. Instead of showing, it. so it's probably, it's probably the delivery. Yeah, it makes it. And it's not even. I mean, I can't blame her because I don't know how you're supposed to give it that kind of delivery. Like, right. um, maybe it's the I, scene I, or maybe it's the lines. I don't know. I think, I think the it's content. The lines. I think the content is fine because yeah, he was yeah. trying to show a balance between science and, and you know, spirituality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. But, but it's but, the delivery, perhaps, is what hurts people. She can be a cheesy actor. No, so, see, I think I, I think I actually have I, I actually had a problem with the content because you already presented in the beginning of the film that gravitation that gravity is already going to be a new catch-all variable because that's the, the new MacGuffin device in terms of solving the whole film. Right. And now you're trying to introduce the spiritual concept of oh, love transcends everything. This could be just as crazy as gravity, right? In this really brief, short, really brief time frame. Where if you were looking for that spiritual angle, you already had McConaughey being motivated by his daughter. Yeah. You already have yeah, it's the a little, non-science aspect of the film. It's a little shoehorned in, like, oh, we just added this, like, right? Because it came out of nowhere. And, 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 like, and you didn't follow up on it, right? I get that. It felt totally shoot in, and it felt snarky later down in the film, and it felt it didn't add anything additional to the plot. And to me, content-wise, I actually don't think it was necessary. I think it didn't contribute anything to the movie, and it was just a really cheesy way to set up a really, really thin romance that didn't prove to be anything anyway. So, so I, I, I so have a different take on it, though. Okay. I, I didn't really care for it, but I understood why they were doing it. Uh-huh. Number one, Nolan himself is sort of a director who insists on the human element, right? But in a better way than say Michael Bay does, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. But Zero. He was trying to be sincere, even though it might have been a little And I think it was drawing the connection between the love connection Cooper had with his daughter, yeah. which was how he became a focal point for the moment they had the Tesseract. Which is also why it's kind of like they really spent time, seemingly a long amount of time, on their relationship because it was revolved around love and endearing. And how, <clears throat> yes, um, science is really what governs the universe, but, but love. They're trying to make love sound significant without it sounding hippy dippy, lovey touchy, in that there just may be something about the connection of love that drives people to the right answer. Yes, still goofy, still odd, but I think in the movie it was a device to explain why Cooper, why Murphy, why that moment of Tesseract, and, and of all the places and all the control over time that you could have, why is it that moment? Right? And why, why and what did they have to bring into the moment? Basically, his love is connected to his kid. That's it. Right, but keep it at that. Don't and do this. Contrived. They drew it out too much. They made it too gooey, I think. But or they introduced that element, but they didn't follow up on it later on. <clears throat> no, I think that's what they did to enhance the relationship with him and his daughter. But 
I don't think they needed it. Like the thing with her and her. If they took it out, the movie still would have worked. Yeah. Yeah. But for, let's think about women too. We yeah. love that kind of stuff. Which right. which Nolan has been accused of just being like a woman hater. Like every female character is just like yeah, a lesser than like a male character. Oh, which yeah, which okay. technically this scene made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> like she's just an emotional mess. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Because it actually literally yeah. boiled down Dr. Brand to a woman yeah, and a stereotypical like, sense. Weak. Like, yeah, we need to go because we're like, Which even like, argues more against that scene. Yeah. Which, Only because he, he, she he cried, just, though. No! Brown, like a no. man. <laughs> no, Not even the fact that she for. cried, just the fact that she had to bring it up. If she was as objective as a scientist as she said she was, she was independent of her to be, father. She be, because he, thought he knew. Like, it of, doesn't matter. Well, she I shouldn't have argued for it. That's true. No, she she was trying to. She, she was, was being very... But yeah. someone blew her cover. Yeah. Someone said, oh, by the way, did yeah, you not know? Right. She didn't bring it up. She herself. didn't bring it up at all. She was forced. Yeah, she was forced. Yeah, she was forced on the defense. So she didn't say, like, oh, I want to go because... But she still argued for it. Yeah, she did. Which is fine. Which was not fine. Well, no, because opinion. she didn't say that she had a relationship. Because if she didn't say she had a relationship, then I would have said, okay, well, she has some reason to go there for some reason. I don't know what it is exactly, but her cover was blown. So then that's how that whole conversation came up. And then she had to defend herself. But see, that, that's, that's, real, that's real human dilemma. It, it is. Because let's face it, even if we don't like seeing it on the film, if it was one of us and we were her, yeah. the same exact thing would happen. Yeah. yeah, I would agree. I don't know. I, so the reason why I don't agree is because that there's a moment where she explains that how love could transcend anything that they understand. That's the point where she goes and that actually... that before or after she gets blown? That's after she gets okay, blown. Yeah, so okay. a proper response would have been, yes, I do. You shouldn't think about it, right? Because my, my, my calculations are correct, right? Let's go on the objective statement. Instead, she goes off on a tangent and says, but still, there's actually a possibility since I, I feel like I want to go there and love could transcend everything. That moment where she goes on a tangent is when she loses her credibility, because even though she denies it and says that you shouldn't think about it, she still goes on a tangent about it. She should have just said, don't look at it. Yes, you're right, but look at my, look at my observations. But she that say, but that's desperation. She knows she's about to get voted down. Right. She doesn't know if that. If she didn't say it, she would have got voted yeah, down anyway. I would agree she that. doesn't know that. Did they vote? Yeah, she got voted down. She got voted down. Voted and then she's going to say it. That doesn't mean I'm wrong. And then that's the point where I go, okay, I get, I get you. Okay, to, get, <laughs> anyway. to give credit in Hathaway, uh, I listened to a podcast. She apparently really did have a hard time with those dialogue. Like, she couldn't get the scene down. She did a ton of takes. She, she couldn't get it down. Like, and then she had to, like, talk to no one. So it didn't match, because, like, lot, everything up until then, in the spaceship and all that, that was all, like, very scientific. And, like, yeah. You know, and then also she's, like, low transit. It's yeah. so <laughs> forced. It's so forced. Yeah. But this is human survival. Right. Emotion's going to come into play. True. But not in, really way. It's gonna happen. not in that way. Not in that way. Why would it be worse? Because she's a woman. Much worse. I don't know. <laughs> she can't help herself. I agree. I, I didn't care. I really didn't care for the scene. But I do believe it's realistic. Right. I would agree that's, with that. That's fine. Maybe it was forced scene, but I, I believe it can happen yeah. to anybody. Right. That's yeah. That's fine. Right. That's a different so, argument. All right. So let, let's move on to the um, the Doctor Man scene. Um, did you guys have any issues with Matt Damon turning bad? There was a lot of people I, who were turned off by that. I think they blew it a little too early. Not issues with him being bad. I thought that was good. But I think they kind of gave it away too early. Like, you can tell when the robot's like all mangled, you're like, oh, he did that. Or well, when you're walking to some place <laughs> alone, right? Yeah, you're like, like, he's he, leading him somewhere he's alone. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. something's yeah. got It would be better if they just kind of held it, but I think they blew it a little I think, early. yeah, I think they were like, 
just foreshadowing. Like even the music, you just seem, oh, it's a little bit off here. Like yeah, something's happening there, like flashing back to Earth, and all this bad stuff is happening. I'll probably be suspected. Like, wait a second here. Yeah, this like, guy we, could, we this guy could it, probably like, like, like why? But him being bad, I think why is because like it wasn't was, like, bad. He was He wasn't. It was just a survival. It's a human thing. It's like, but I mean, he was gonna be able to make it back with them. Well, he, but he had to. No, he wasn't. Trick them into going there. I mean, they everything he did was like. Oh, so it wasn't. He was basically saying, "Look, I have all the the human items necessary to start humanity. I'm not gonna go back home. Yeah. So you guys, either you're with me or you're out." And McConaughey said, "I'm going back home," because at that point, he realized they were lied to about the whole guy. He's like, "I'm gonna go back home to see my daughter." Right. And then he's like, no, we can't do that. We can't waste time and fuel to do this. We're, I'm going to go restart the human race. That's more important than your, your feelings for your daughter. So when he said they were lied to, they were lied to as in they, that the possibility of coming back was real, right? That's what they lied to. No, no, no. no. the gravity. They would never get off the planet. Off of Earth. Oh, that, the, the uh, yeah. Michael Caine's so character said He said, that. by the time you guys get back, we'll what have time? an equation. But then he had already calculated it, and so... Or like, no, he, or couldn't, he couldn't figure it out. Oh, that thing launched. No, 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 he, he did figure it out. He did he figure it out. It he solved it left. before. Yeah. Oh. He solved it before yeah. he left, and so they, he really it was Plan B the entire time. Like he just wasn't gonna oh. tell, tell anybody. But the solution he had, so it wouldn't work. But the problem is, is as Murph pointed out, was that there were two elements in there that that he was handcuffing himself with oh. that he considered constants, which actually could be variables, and. Just in case, I know I'm jumping a bit ahead because my wife and I were confused about this. What, what did he relay to the watch? It was how to make those elements um, variables and not constants. That's what I was going to ask. Did like, what did they yeah. actually solve? I didn't, I didn't get understand what they solved. What did they fix? So it was it was like an equation for gravity to get them out. Of those planet. giant pods. The giant pod. To get to, how do they you know yeah. Yeah. continue with gravity? Right. So there's certain things yeah. that they just could change because humanity accepted within a box that these things right. don't change. Right. Which right. wasn't true. Because right. future humans know that we can master all elements in the universe. Or at least in the fifth dimension. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a catch-all. It's, it's right. no one's yeah. catch-all. Yeah. So yeah. you can just believe it's movie. I didn't even find this out till this morning, so. So um so yeah, they, they get off the planet and then whatever. Well, there was a little bit of confusion because like one of the Tars robots was damaged, and then the, so that was that a different Tars robot? That was Matt Damon's. Matt that Damon's Tars. Okay, yeah. 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 Okay. So did you read the, the prequel? No, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, okay. okay. So the, the prequel comic. Um, Had, okay, they, that was a bit different. It was just like a five minute story. Basically, um, Matt Damon. I don't know if you can remind me. He he keeps on asking um, his whatever Tars robot, can you like pull up data on what an ideal planet would look like? What like, what are, what are they looking for? At this point, he's starting to plan yeah. and send this data up to right. whoever. He needed the, the robot to not be a factor in relaying sort of psychosis. Right. Um, yeah. and, and I do want to make a comment about that too. That um, that I think Matt Damon or that character itself. I think it, it, just for the benefit podcast, he did that because he remember it was an ego problem. It wasn't just survival. It was largely ego because he was sort of the leader who um, convinced all these other brave right. astronauts to go out and explore. What did they say? call it? Like he was the, the, the best of the, the best. best. He was man. the best of the best. Yeah. And he, he said that when he got there, he wasn't prepared for the notion that the planet that he had chosen wasn't going to be the one. Right. And so it was less survival, but I think he wanted to try to 
retain his legacy. It wasn't even the idea of being alone, but he knew that nobody would come for him so that he could continue to find the answer unless he sort of lied to everyone. Huh, okay. Right? And I do think and they those, cast, they cast, sorry, Damon to subvert audience expectations. Because normally when you see someone like Matt Damon, you think, oh, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's yeah, always going to yeah, be good. Right. He was like all American. Right. So when he turns bad, you're, you're kind of subverting sure. the audience, which I kind of liked. So. And, and a shout out to Damon, too. I don't know if you guys noticed, um, but even more than the visual cues that you saw, his acting job was superb because you could see that he was lying from the moment he took him out of the water. And yeah. He was already thinking about, what am I going to do now because they're here? And yeah. How am I going to lie to them? Especially the part where he's flipping through the papers and the notes. Yeah. You can see like you'd see like your daughter or your son that they're lying in it. <laughs> uh, so very good job. Yeah. Very good job. And and there's a lot of thematic uh, thematic um, things like with his name, man. Right. Like this supposed to be sure. the theme of mankind. Like what is mankind really like? Like you, in the end, like you kind of want to do what's selfish. Kind of like you, you want to do it for your own, you know, you know, for yourself. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of. That was kind of interesting. Okay, um, so after that happens, man goes, you know, he takes a ship, goes to the little docking station, gets blown up. That part was good too, where like he was about to do like a last dialogue. Right, and they probably cut him off. <laughs> Sometimes, and he's like, oh, right. Yeah. They and, it, and it wasn't cliche, like, yeah. you know, he gets to kind of explain everything, and then you're like, cool, just cut you off. <laughs> right. And I, so, I really love the. Um, the part where Ma- um, Matthew McConaughey goes, "Want to talk?" And then you just do it. You're just like, "Oh, he's gonna do this!" <laughs> and then the things are, you know, I thought that was a really yeah. good scene. Like really good scene as well. Um, I know some people didn't like it. They're like, "Oh, that never happened." But again, it's just kind of a fun scene to have. Um, so at that point, they realized that they have enough fuel to go to the last. No. no, they have to no. use Gargantua slingshot. Oh, right, right, right. Sorry, right. They have to use Gargantua slingshot to the last planet, right? Right. So at this point, does uh, Cooper realize that he can't get back home? Yes, yes. Um, okay. I didn't get the part. So why does he have to? He could eject that ship, right? I think the wait. Right. No, the wait. Because the, the, wait. the ship. Wait, 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 yeah, yeah. Like he's too heavy, so he let. Um, he was in a different ship. Oh, it was yeah. a whole ship. It was yeah, a whole ship. Yeah. Why could? Yeah. Why could he? Why could they just use that ship? And then why can he be in the thing with Anne Hathaway? Why could they Wait. just drop that ship off? Because he wanted to go home. No, 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 no. Based what on the calculations, he needed as much weight to be off the oh, ship to yeah. get them outside right. of Gargantua's influence. Right. So, oh, yeah, which even arguably speaking, the moment that they were even in within Tidal Forces, they should have been screwed anyway. So that whole totally scene agree. where Tars had to be ejected and he had to be ejected is completely fabricated. I mean, does he, yeah. would his body weight make a difference? Right. Weightless. Sure. You're, you're talking about less they're all really important calculations at this point. They're all weightless at that point, so there's no... No, they're not no. weightless. No, no, no. It is possible to slingshot. You just have to keep the right distance from the gravitational forces. Right, and so if they did that, they should have been fine. But they make an explicit dialogue in no, the film it, that they need to eject him so that she can still maintain... No, the, but the slingshot, they might have not gone as far. And so if he was let go... It would have had more. Oh, well, actually, no, no. You have to think of it this way. He's the pilot. He did all the calculations. Yeah. He planned from the start. Yeah. He knew he was going to slingshot. He was going to eject himself. Yeah, he, he knew he was going to slingshot. Right, exactly. He had full control over the variables. Yeah. So I think they did it right. I do. Maybe. I do. But I, I know what you're trying to get at, but I'm thinking he did it right. Yeah. And he did it in secret of yeah. himself. Yeah. It's not something he decided last minute. 
you think he right. Right, right, right. No, no, no. no, no. I mean, that, that's that accepted that it's not a last-minute decision. Yeah. But yeah. and scientifically speaking, it, I, because the slingshot has been used over and over in science, science fiction, yeah. and right. it's a real thing, right. but not with a black hole of that caliber. But 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 with any black hole, not with a black hole of that caliber. But see, but 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 a uh, black hole exerts similar gravitational force on almost any other body. It's just a matter of working out physics because, like a planet, right. it does the same thing, and you can get far enough away where the gravitational forces have no effect, right. which means you can do an effort too. So I think yes, you can even with a hole that big. Well, sure, but this in this specific film, this black hole, which is they, the way to get around a lot of this, is, especially with the the magnitude of that gravity-induced time dilation, is yeah. that this black hole is a rotating black hole, right? Which is which treats the tidal forces differently. Now, a black hole, a rotating black hole that can still exert gravity enough where a planet orbiting it has over 70 years worth of gravity-induced time dilation relative to Earth, that's an intense amount. That is, like, exponentially greater in times of the mass of our sun. True. Yeah. Right? We're talking about, you have to be, like, almost incredible distances from this black hole to be able to slingshot orbit in a situation where you're not caught in the tidal forces. But, but, we, but maybe they were. Is, is what I'm saying. Not visually. <laughs> <laughs> they were like right in it. Right? You're, you're in the damn like ring, yeah, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. There's no way. Visually speaking, no, they're not. Okay. So, um... Did you ever talk about how far the planets were away? Like, which, which one was the planets? Planets has to be crazy far away, right? Yeah, the planets have to be... Which ones were the closest? Were well, they, they sort like, of mapped it out, in the, I think, somewhere at the beginning. Like, oh, this is planets over here, and this one's way over here. And they sort of talk about... A, a little bit. Yeah, very little. But either way, like, you can't have your cake and eat it, too. They, they wanted a planet that could safely orbit around a black hole that had an incredibly amount of gravity-induced time dilation. And then they also wanted to slingshot orbit around the black hole when they're, like, visually almost in it. <laughs> you don't get both. Yeah, right? yeah, it just I doesn't make sense. The, the singularity in that black hole is astronomically huge, regardless of the fact that it's a rotating black hole, because of the fact of how big that gravity-induced time dilation is that's, on the planet that they visited. That's probably for drama purposes, then. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the audience, right? Absolutely. Because there's no way the audience will accept, like, oh, wait, where are you now if you yeah. put you next to this black hole to show them, hey, they're slingshotting. Yeah, exactly. Can you see it? Yeah, they're slingshotting. <laughs> yeah, I think this is a movie, like, you can, you can only go so far and question every science thing, but I think it was, I mean... For the viewer, it's good enough. <laughs> uh, sure. To, 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 yeah, to exactly. Show the reason why we criticize it is because they do tout the fact that they tried their best yeah. to make it as scientifically accurate as possible. Yeah. If it was a situation like Gravity, the movie Gravity, that's totally fine. We don't criticize it because you don't come out that way. Right. But when you come out and say, yeah, we tried our best, then you, you have to be criticized. Do you think they didn't name this movie I don't Gravity know. because that movie came first? <laughs> this movie should have been called Gravity. <laughs> No. No, no, I was called Interstellar because they did Interstellar travel. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Gravity's the key to this whole thing. Wait, really quick on that. How did you decide it was gravity with the dust thing in the beginning when he flipped the corner and landed on one of the piles? When at the end, he was basically breaking up the thing with his Well, hand. I don't think the point is, by the way, it was, the dust was falling, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, so isn't that just streams and not gravity? Streams That's just streams of, of mass particles. It wasn't. A gravitational force into that. that no, it was him exerting was, a gravitational force in that situation. That's what it was. Yeah, so it wasn't just him like breaking up the fall of the thing. No, it was he him was exerting a gravitational yeah. force. And how Pushing was the he case. doing that? Because he was he in the how to do it. That's that's movie magic. Yeah, 
anything that has to do with the Tesseract yeah. and that whole situation is literally movie magic. Because he just put his hand out. Yep. Yeah. It's all movie and magic. And you're saying it caused a gravitational... It's all movie magic. That was confusing to me. Because yeah. <laughs> we have to like, put your hand on the ball and bring yeah, it up yeah, the water. Yeah. Alright, so let's get to the last one then. <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> um, so, uh, Cooper goes into to the Tesseract and we find out it's a... They called it the Tesseract. They yeah, call they did call it the Tesseract. Is that a real term? Is that a science term? Yes. yes. Yeah. That's what? Term. Space bridge? No. No. It's just it, like it means a cube. <laughs> no, I think it's a blue cube. What does it mean? Is that is it a real term? What does it mean? I think it's pseudoscience. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. Don't quote me on that one. Oh, I think it's real. Time for a bridge. Okay. <laughs> it's real. Okay, Red Skull. Four-dimensional analog of a, a cube. See? Oh. A cube. Oh, you can use a cube. Because I've heard of Tesseracts before. I've heard of Marvel's Tesseract. What is it? Okay. It's a four-dimensional analog of the cube. So it's yeah. The same as a cube is to a square. So okay. I always thought it was something beyond the cube. Oh, so well, that's, that's a square. Square to cube to tesseract. Okay, yeah. all right, gotcha. Oh, so it's a it's a not physical. What's its actual term? Yeah. So it's like if you took blocks and you. Okay. It's fourth dimension. Fourth. It's, it's fourth another dimension. Yeah. Cube. Is fourth dimension time? Yes. Yes. Fourth dimension is time. Time, right? Yes. yes. So let's talk about that scene. Ten. So that, this is where in the movie you kind of. This is where I know. I was like, this is contact. This is the same ending to contact. Yeah. Well, you have to kind of throw out. Just do the dad actually, out with the daughter. Actually, there's a really good picture of someone drawing out. Um, like it was time on one axis and then right uh, another. Yeah. No, just the four dimensions. So you do not like that it was. I, no, I still like the movie, and I still no, no, like no, the no. ending part, but mm -hmm. I wish... I don't know what I wanted, but I didn't want that. I wanted something different, like, you know? You wanted aliens. Really, that would've been okay with me, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that would not have been okay with me. Anything? No. It would've been like, uh, it would've jumped the shark if you had crazy aliens, I think. Maybe not aliens, but something that explained it, like... You wanted, like, a surprise ending that blew your mind, right? Something. Cause that, what, but that's not like, I don't know if that's like, possible. I, kinda, like, this is, I hope they don't end in like, contact. That's what I was thinking when I saw the, the room and the yeah, stuff. Yeah. I was like, I hope they're not going to make I it. I did like contact. Yeah. But I wanted something different. I don't know what I wanted exactly. I didn't think I wanted it. I would have been happy with it. I, 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 I was definitely fine with the way they went. Like, I'm happy they went somewhere. Like, a lot of times you see like a movie and it just ends there and you don't see like, oh, it doesn't really explain yeah. what happens. But... I'm okay with the way they ended it. Like, it's a little crazy. Like, it makes me think about okay. So what? He sent back the coordinates. So, to so this is the thing. This is the time paradox thing that, right. that kind of stood out me out of everything else. Right. So he said like this fifth dimensional world is us evolved in the future. Right. So basically, our future selves sent some help to the past to preserve their future, but. Right. If they're still alive in the future, then that doesn't have any effect. Right. It's how a, did they, yeah. Right? It's a weird how time paradox. They should, they, exactly. How are they alive to, to able to do that to send them in the, the, the past in the first place? It's the whole Terminator 2 yeah. you know, thing. Like, you sure. can't send a guy back in the past all to the future because you're already okay in the future. So yeah. anything you do in the past, yeah. and this is like pseudo-timed. Yeah. Uh, it should be like a branching timeline. I would have been okay if it was future, future people doing it. That would have been cool. That would have been better. But it wasn't. It was him. Like... If they're really future people, they could have just done it themselves. They have to put him into a little so high portal thing to do it. They can't apparently affect... There's an answer to that. Actually. Yeah, they can't affect gravity, and so they have to choose... Right. They actually chose him specifically. How, how easy it to understand that the answer is the whole abstract? <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing. It's the whole time So what's the paradox? 
it, it, contradicts, time, it contradicts itself. The problem is, time to a fifth dimension is irrelevant. It's simply an element. Right. So what came first and what came after aren't actual relevant terms. It all happened, period. Okay. Does that make sense? So what happened first, what happened second, the, the notion of order doesn't exist. Because, get because time is... Because McConaughey was saying, oh, these guys sent me in the past to save the future. Something right. like that, right? I'm like, well, why would they need to do that? They don't need to do that. You guys are thinking in, the, in, in fourth dimension terms, third dimension being... Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the whole idea and that anywhere, you could go anywhere in a room. Yeah. If anywhere in the room dictates every point of time that ever existed, right. because first, second, third aren't terms that matter to a place where time right. is just... So instead of going up, I, I looked at it as horizontal That's flat. Right. They can just jump around wherever they in feel In other like words, it. there's no such thing as a paradox when you master time. Right. So you see all at once. So I guess that's where I'm thinking, like, what's the motivation for them to do this then? Because if, if they're saying, like, oh, these guys did this to preserve their existence in the future, but they already exist in the future, so what's the point? But if they are horizontal in terms of time, then... What is their motivation to even do this? Are they bored? I think or... the beings that we quote-unquote become right. just see it as something that happened and they just do it. It's not driven by a need to sustain There's humanity. No it's just what happened. Okay. So here, here's just a giant issue yes. for the sake of... It sounds really weird and Yeah, I, I know what you mean. They're just doing it. There's just there's some reason why yes. they're doing it. We just but don't know. The of, am I the only one that was kind of a cheesy feel to the end? Like, I, I oh, like the absolutely. I, but I would have preferred something a little... No, no, no. Like, He's talking about the books part. Like right, right, right. So here, here's a I'm giant, with, here's I'm a giant with. issue with the test rack assumption, right? If we believe that time is a line, not so much a before and after, which is fine, right? Because this is a movie magic scenario. There still has to be a sequence of something. It doesn't matter what order we go up and down that sequence. There has to be a sequence, right? So which implies that there is a continuum where humans survive. Otherwise, there wouldn't be a sequence to go up and down on. Right. Now, on top of that issue. Right, still keep maintaining the paradox. The idea of a wormhole is mathematically possible, but engineeringly impossible. So the fact that they were able to save themselves with the wormhole was again movie magic, just so the movie could happen. So even we're, even were to accept the fact that humans were the architect of this tesseract, it would have been impossible because wormholes can't be created. Unless those guys created the wormhole. Which is impossible, <laughs> because they require a, a resource called negative energy, right? Which we've scientifically created before, but it's, a not, it's not a naturally occurring element. And in order to create the amount of negative energy that we need to even sustain a wormhole, it requires energy exponentially the size of the sun. So even if we were able to create one, we wouldn't even be able to sustain it Open. I think you're just going that's too, too scientific. scientific. Like, it, it, but yeah. that's the point, right? But if we were supposed to try and believe that humans are the architect of this test rack, we wouldn't have been able to have that situation because wormholes can't exist. But then can make this, why can't they make a wormhole? This, How this, could they? This wouldn't be a movie then. Know. It would just be like this. So then I found that in a movie magic. It's just one of those. That's why I'm saying that it shouldn't have been the humans that were the architect of this thing. It could have just been anything else. Not humans. Who, who's the one who said jump the shark? Don't make it humans. Who said that? What, what? What? You did? I agree with you. I mean, I'm not describing aliens or humans. But but aliens. Aliens. Because if if it if it's it turned out to be aliens, I mean that's very Stephen King. I don't know if you guys read Stephen King novels. He starts out really strong, builds a great world, he's a big, big character. But when you get to the end, it just gets whack. 
Yeah. 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 If like they go through a whole movie floor. and in the last five or ten minutes yeah. you find out it's aliens, it's like okay. Yeah. I, I, I think that I would agree. Like, I, I, I would not like if I was aliens. I wouldn't like. I didn't, I'm not asking for aliens. I'm not, I know. I'm not, I'm not I'm what you mean. I don't know what I want, but I. You want wanted like a mind blowing answer. What you want? I'm not describing that. That's the real scientific answer. But but on the other level, look. Theoretically, it goes to ten dimensions and even further, right? Sure. Movie magic again. Then the whole multi universe theory, right? Sure. But I tend to believe if you master time and space and you can actually move freely like we do in a three-dimensional space, you can create wormholes. But there's, there's just so many different things that we have to just throw out the window to even try and believe that. I just think it's so arrogant that it has to be humans to have this to happen. And the fact that they go there with so many plot holes, even if it wasn't scientific, right? Humans are arrogant. Yeah. It just, it just, to me, that's this is almost it's as disingenuous as you guys feel if aliens were introduced. I'm just sitting here, Mike, I can't believe that because humans couldn't have done that. Because it's well, arrogant that humans would do that. I feel like they're so far in the future that humanity has already evolved to something. Well, they don't even different. say how far is it. That's yeah. the point. In fact, they weren't because they couldn't even save themselves. The whole premise of the movie was that they weren't advanced enough to save themselves. Yeah, just for the record, I don't think we'll ever get that high a level of say right. that humans would be. Well, you said I they weren't saving themselves; they were just doing it for the sake of doing it. So, yes, which because, is fine. So they weren't really saving yeah, maybe themselves. Maybe they're maybe they're saving themselves from something that like that 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 light kicked off and didn't take place for like millenniums later. Yeah. Oh boy, you're there you go. I'm thankful it was just not a god thing, like or aliens thing. Right, because that to me that would have just been like. Those are along really? the same line. Yeah, that yeah. would have been like Indiana Jones four to me, where they. I don't think I haven't seen it yet. What? <laughs> wow. You want, you want to? to? I I just feel like I have to. Let's do a. Are you seriously kidding me? I hate I'm gonna yell at that screen. What? Okay, never mind. Forget what I said. Okay, yeah. No, I I that movie doesn't really count though. Right. So, you know, what would have been an interesting statement though about that it wasn't God's reality? I don't know. That's a really poignant. Why not just leave it? I didn't want it to be that. I just oh leave it unknown then. Would you would you have been okay? They didn't say it was humans. And well, they, they were just like, I don't know why I'm here, but I feel no, like maybe it's something. No, I want to know. Yeah, I want to know. So before I leave, um, this is a great transition into my big problem with this film. I actually would have been fine if it was the unknown, um, because this is a situation where you're in a part of the uh, the space universe that no one knows anything about. Here, you have the opportunity to set precedents, what people can use as the scientifics or even the movie um, attributes of a black hole. And so, not only does Nolan go far enough to say that humans are arrogant in terms of creating this tesseract, he goes even further to say that this black hole also doubled as a wormhole for Nolan to survive so that not only could people be happy that humans were the engineers of our own salvation, but that they got a happy ending where he got to finally meet his daughter again because he happened to be in a black hole that was also a wormhole, which dumped him next to Saturn, where they conveniently pick them up, where he can see his daughter and say, look, we help each other, yay! What? That's your answer? We are the greatest people no, he's, he's, in the universe. I think it was a complete cop-out and sell-out to people who enjoyed the fact that humans were the architect of their own salvation, and that they got to have a happy ending with Cooper and his daughter. So before you leave, what's your score? Before you leave. Yeah, what's your score? Uh, 7.5. That's not too bad. Close to a 7.29. But artistically speaking, it was a really strong movie, so I couldn't give it really much lower than a 7. Okay. But that's my final rating. That's fair.
Cool. Okay. Enjoy. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Kai, obviously, he's just really into the science of this thing. Um, I was you less... You about Lucy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I haven't seen it yet. why he did that he just wants a payoff you know he he made this promise he, to his daughter, he came back yeah, he was payoff at the end is he got to see his daughter and at that time his daughter it's kind of an emotional moment because his daughter looks like she's gonna die before he is and then um and then they wanted to it's like a nolan ending he always has this big uprising everything has, to, everything has to come back in full circle yeah and so he he ends up going on the ship looking for edmonds and that's like kind of leaves it uh, you know open-ended um does I understand what he was doing. Huh? Does the open end even matter? Not really. I, so. I mean, I don't mind it. It, do, it does because I think it it shows hope, but like it, it doesn't need Cooper. Sure. It doesn't need it. You can just show yeah. Anne Hathaway like, you know, trying uh, to survive, trying to set up camp and whatever. Um, and she's incubating, so she's gonna produce. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. right. She has all the material, the human material. Yes. Right. right. Exactly. So I mean. I was fine with the whole Tesseract scene. Um, I was kind of confused, just like, wait, so he sent coordinates and he sent did it kind of cheesy, data like, back on the yeah, watch. I kind of thought that thing could be charming. It, it can be viewed as cheese, but I, I don't know. It's charming. It was charming. I just I found it very charming that they kind of looped it back to the beginning of the movie to make sure that you're paying attention. And that's partly his style. I think yeah. Nolan likes to do that kind of stuff. I'm just, but I'm just thinking about yeah. like it's a human condition. Because at the beginning, I was like. Hell, he just got coordinates from the right, right, right. So I was like, that's why I thought there was. And they and, and they wanted him. Like Michael Caine wanted him. Like right, 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 they just right. chose how him. How did they just randomly just find this place and, and found it through the dust? And then how did yeah. you know about so all these little? So just made me thinking. Okay, so maybe they're gonna explain a little bit later on. And I was like, okay, so that means even though it's already happened, like yeah, I mean maybe it goes back to what Dad was saying. It's just there's no, it's just there. You know, you, yeah, stuff happens, and so he just did it and. I was thinking about like, how much data he could send back through the watch, the second. I'm thinking it's a watch. Yeah, I mean, he, world. Right. Not <laughs> doing anything. he was, it looked like he was in there for like maybe a half hour. I don't know. Right. But, right. He was in a rush. Probably longer, right? Place. Yeah. I mean, because he, he did say. Something else is collapsing in on him or something. Yeah. Like he did say like TARS, you know, give it to me in Morse code. So I mean, yeah. he has to do Morse the entire time. But I, I just don't know how long it's really going to take. But it just seemed super fast. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, I was I was okay with the ending, ending of the movie. Um, it's kind of weird. Matthew McConaughey goes in to say bye to his daughter or whatever, and all these people are standing there, <laughs> right? And they're like, nothing happens. Like, what did he get? Don't, don't they want to like, impress? Aren't they like, dude, you are this like, your grandfather. Grandfather. <laughs> but maybe it's kind of the idea is like it's weird. It's weird. Like, yeah, why, it's would, weird. why would they introduce their grandpa and he looks younger and like yeah. they don't want to. Like, I get that. Oh, they don't know who he is. No, they didn't know. And then he said, "Like no, oh. no child should see their no parents no parent should see their child die." Yeah. And that was what was happening. Yeah. And then that was her moment to be to see her her family because she's older. So they're like, "Okay, let's just leave it at that. Yeah. We've said our goodbyes." And he obviously did not. Uh, I talked about all you guys, but he obviously did not care about his son like one bit at all. Yeah, like, he didn't give a crap. <laughs> like, I didn't give a crap. Casey <laughs> Abbott didn't even need to be in the movie, honestly. Like, uh, uh, well, you know what? No, about the fight. No, no, yeah, yeah. I would agree. I don't think he totally cared, didn't care because when he was watching those videos back, when he saw like he had a grandchild, and when he said his son just grew at age and he took over the farm, he 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 was. That, that part oh, was, I guess, touched I guess, me yeah, a lot. He, actually, he somebody. I think it's more saying that he's not so concerned about his son. 
Right. It's because his son will be fine. Because he left on good terms with his son, quote-unquote, yeah. but his daughter, he didn't leave on good terms. It's not even that too... Well, no, that definitely, but it's more of a... Because she was developing or she had the mind that needed the guidance of her father and the attention of... Because you don't know yeah. where she's going to go with that. Right. And the system doesn't look like it's going to support her. Ah, right, right, so right. So he's less, she's less concerned because he... Yeah, he suddenly affirmed that... I'm okay being a farmer. I like what you're doing. Right. He's gonna. He's not going to go to the military or something. Or not military, but he's not going to be an engineer. He's that's be a right. Right. That's right. So he's good. So I, I, I don't. It seemed like that, but I, I would hate to think, especially as a parent. Yeah. And having you know two kids who need different levels of attention. Yeah. Make you think that a parent loves their kid any less. <laughs> good point. And and all those parts about family and going back and seeing the aging, that particularly did touch very touching. I thought he was spot on the acting where he was crying, seeing his daughter age and then all of a sudden she's older and then seeing his grandchild and then his son become like almost a grandchild. That was a really good I thought um, those were really good. And probably because I'm a parent, so I'm like, wow, I would probably do the same thing. I'd be yeah. like, this Did is great. I was close to it. I was like, this is this very... This is something me and Arthur talked about. Like, I'm like, I would, this, this, is, movie? this is very touching to me. Yeah, I, I would be like, wow, I would probably break down if I saw my daughter just getting these messages. Hey, somebody, uh, again, I listened, I, to, uh, I, I listened to a podcast. Well, we did not. <laughs> oh, I wanted to stall No, no, I mean, I saw a woman pick up my daughter. As the scene started, exactly. I thought I was going to break down and cry, but I then when I was sitting here, I was like... Nothing. <laughs> Stone so they're both like the son to you. Right. So you just invalidated what you just said about loving your kid less or more. But I believe in how I act not the same thing. I know. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to Nick about that. He's like, I just want to go home and hug Lulu. Yeah. So, no. so, I don't want to say that in the movies. I was like, He's crying over there. Right. But I mean, those parts. I think I like the fact that Nolan humanizes the, so, those things, which I like. It was a really somebody made a really good analogy of that scene on a podcast, and, and they said it's essentially like if a scene is like if you you were dead as a parent, and your kids are giving like prayers to you, like, and you kind of see them as you know you're seeing like. These messages as they get older. You're a god. Like, yeah. <laughs> Not like that, but it's really good. Like you know, you get to kind of see it that way. Like right. as they get older. I, I just want to point out, like, I he's not gonna get like a nod for this, but I thought Matthew McConaughey's acting was amazing in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it was good. He carried so much of the movie. Right. Those scenes, I thought he did really, really well. Yeah. Like, he didn't go overboard. Like the right. He was so, over the top. You know, the only thing I only thing I would say that sometimes it bugged me is. The way he talks with an accent, and he when he's explaining things, I can't hear what he's saying. And then the music <laughs> is going on top of that. He's like country. Yeah, it's really yeah. sudden. So I'm like, wait, what did he just say? Because he, he has that little draw, and like I couldn't hear. And then the music was on top of that. And then I'm like, okay, so I think that's part of the mixing. So I don't yeah. know if you heard about this so, issues with that. Like people were like, right. sometimes we can't hear because it it's muddled. But right. no so one came, I, no one came out and said. I did it on purpose. Like, I, I, like you don't need to know exactly what they said, but you kind of know what's what's going on. Yeah, I mean, I followed along, but I may, but have, have, to, I may have to go back and watch it with. But to me, it has nothing to do with his his acting still. Like, no, his acting was superb. I'm yeah. just saying I couldn't hear sometimes what he said, I, and that's but, just his accent. I thought sometimes. you were gonna say you didn't like his accent. No, I mean, he's a scientist. Like, what kind of scientist has that accent? <laughs> oh no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I, I think his acting was amazing. I just couldn't hear what he was saying sometimes because of his accent, and that that kind of when I'm trying to follow along what he's talking about, mm-hmm. then I, I just missed it because of that and the mixing. Mm-hmm. So I may have to watch it again a subtitle to say, oh, that's what he said. Yeah. Um, but his acting was, I don't know, I thought it was spot on. Yeah, really good. 
I've enjoyed it. I love him from Ed TV. Right. He wasn't over the top <laughs> or crazy or, or yeah. you know. Yeah. All right. So we, should we do a roundtable of our uh, final reviews? Heaven, you want to Before go? you do that. Oh, yeah. Sure. Anything I'm else? I'm really surprised nobody mentioned the sort of conspiracy ending that some people are conspiracy idea about the movie that they mentioned too where they thought oh, he was dead oh, well, I heard about that yeah. and that the whole movie is really his dream a success type thing oh god this is like a so it had some oh, I know it's it's and I don't want to spend a lot of time which is why yeah. I don't really bring it up but I, did I just want to say I think that's ridiculous yeah, yeah. That's and I think the movie was pretty clear in play yeah. Yeah. he has to have died before he went off to space then right because they picked him like next day so it's like he died while he was a uh, where and when he died is is uh, no. you can make, I know you can make so many. Yeah. Like, he died when he got shocked uh, by the guy. So there was a. Thousand <laughs> 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 That's right. There's all kinds of talk, but I, I I've read as much as I can. I just think it's it's blown, and people just want there to be something there. That's right. No, I like that ending now. I'm going with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. A success. Right. And then when you pick when he died is all different because remember at the yeah. beginning he had he was having nightmares about a crash or accident too. Right. So Beginning. there's maybe three oh. to five different places where he could have died. Yeah. And they they all go off on theories about yeah. why he died here versus there. But no It's I fascinating don't. Because can I, ask I, don't, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Was he I thought that was a he was remembering a plane crash. He, he was. Not dream, well, he's dreaming about a no, 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 he's past plane crash or is it yeah, is a past, yeah. past however, I don't know if, if if I'm right or not, but when I was watching his Ship break up in black hole. It's the it same ship. Like the same it is the from same the ship. beginning of. It is the same ship. Yeah, yeah. It looked like the same ship. It's yeah. definitely the same ship. Okay. Right. They okay. had him pilot. Yeah. Okay, so maybe they wanted him to pilot because pilot exactly that ship. Right, right, exactly. Okay, so and then the last thing I'll mention too. He's going to do in the future. That just kind of supports the theory, although I don't believe it. Mm -hmm. So we walked in that room with all the relatives. Nobody looked at him or interacted with him. That's one. Even when he walked out. Do they not know that he's uh No, well, they knew who no. he was. No, 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 I don't think they did. Because they built a museum. The scientists even know who he is. The scientists, everybody knew who he was. They come yeah. in and oh, hello, blah, 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 Cooper. This is your home. We left it the way it was. The and, and, and the whole part of what? Yeah, like, he oh. saved humanity. Nobody looked at him. Nobody even uh. turned to look to see who came to the door and walked away. Nobody turned like, away from his daughter, his daughter to look at him. It wasn't him that day. Uh. And while the daughter was talking to him, nobody looked at him either. I thought he talked to him Personally, like the family stepped out. Oh, I thought they were still there. No, no, I thought they stepped out. And so it was only one. Oh, so when he went to the black hole, he became a ghost. Like that's when he died. Oh, when he came into the room, right? Yeah, they were the, all there. In the room, and they were all there. Then he I, walked up on. Then them. I thought they stepped out to give them privacy. I thought. Okay, I might have seen it again, but I thought it was really odd. Okay, because it was only focused on them, and right. I didn't get the impression that anyone else was in the room. However, yeah. the whole it was a dream, and he wasn't really there. The notion is silly because one of the last things you see is them walking into the spaceship bay, and one is completely missing. Yeah, <laughs> that's not something happens in a dream or a ghost. Yeah, right. Yeah. So anyway, start throwing it One out. One last thing: if you guys didn't know, they did not use any green screen for the, the movie. Wow. It's all CGI. Like they use CGI. They didn't use green, green screen. screen. Whoa. They, they built this huge theater, and they had the um, they had the special effects guys um, draw up the space scenes uh, beforehand, and they would project them on the walls. So then, uh, wow. so Jeez. that they could. They could see it. So, like in the ship, like it, that, like stuff is like I, I guess the room rotates or whatever that room was. 
it really did like rotate around, so it looks like you know they're really in there. Wow. But that's super impressive because you know, like Nolan, he's Nolan's he likes good. practical yeah. Yeah. effects. He doesn't like too much CGI. He's really good. I like and so, his uh, technical aspect. It's super impressive. Too. Well, you know, also the wormhole and the black hole. I guess they worked with um, Kip Thorne. Yeah, and he apparently um, worked closely with the CG artist and the computer program that rendered it to get it yeah, as accurate exactly. as possible. To the point where they discovered the more, yeah, they apparently they discovered more. new ideas and properties of oh, what black holes would oh, do as a result of that, which wow. they didn't expect to see. Yeah. Such as that extra yeah. ring that's cool yeah. that goes around the main black hole. Yeah, why you saw it had a unique look. Right, right. Yeah. And if you have like more, if you are still interested, they, I talked to some of you guys about this, but they have the um, the original Interstellar script is out. The one that Steven Spielberg was supposed to do, because originally Steven Spielberg was supposed to do right. this, and um, it, from what I've heard, is just freaking crazy. Like <laughs> they have base parts of it being the same, and Murph is actually a guy, um, but it's just crazy. It has to do with like China and the Chinese robots. It's it's crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna read it soon, and I'll let you guys know how it is. The like, whole script. The whole script. It's like a hundred pages. It's really easy because the it's screenplay. It's for the China, China audience. Right. It's like a, a specific China it's audience version. Yeah. yeah, I heard it's when so they played in China. Right <laughs> <laughs> And no one just kind of fixed everything. Right on. All right. So okay. final scores. Final. Actually, anything else? Good. You want to talk about? No, that's a most of my questions. I didn't know that that gravity. Trying to go that far in terms of ideas and 
things to think about afterwards. I like movies that give me things to think about, where I might think of it one thing after I watched it, but then after I have some time, I may change my opinion or see different things. I like the fact that he even attempts to pose questions or, or, or have things that give debates, which I like. Right. Uh, so this movie does that, which, I, which is probably why I bumped the score a little bit higher. So I can't think of it as anything less than that. I would, I would buy it. Yeah. I would keep it in my library because it's definitely something. And I do like all the human interest stories. And I'm biased, obviously, because as a parent. Right. You know, and with a daughter, I'm like, that resonates with me only because I have a daughter, too. So yeah. that may be also biasing my score a little bit more. Right. Stone Cold? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it was one of those movies where um, I enjoyed it enough where I didn't find myself even caring or wanting to pick at it holes in it um, but at the same time I wasn't overly entertained by it where I was just blown out of my mind which is why I give it an 8.5 because it's extremely strong mm-hmm. um, extremely compelling very smart but you know the entertainment factor although you know there were times where I was you know really anticipative it, it didn't you know throw me over the edge so you know it, it's like a good a good carnival ride that didn't make my heart jump now, the, the one, I think one of the things, though, that I'll just bring up, and I don't want to depict up the science, but my understanding of a black hole was that if somebody from the outside of a black hole watches someone fall into it, it'll look like they're falling into it forever, which infers that as you reach the center of the black hole, time um, speeds up for you, but from the outside, it slows down. So I almost feel like they got reverse, and that by the time he got out, Billions of years probably would have passed. I don't know if that's correct, but I used to have fun reading about black holes, and it seems like they got it worse. The other thing, too, is that in the middle of a black hole, nobody knows what's there, so there's absolute liberty and freedom to have a really anybody yeah. right. And that's what Kip Thorne said. He's just like, nobody knows what's happening. Nobody it's knows. all theoretical. Like... Right. But there is one thing that is kind of known, <laughs> is that a quasar is a pooping black hole, which means mass in, mass out. It's going to overload at some point, even if it's by laws of universe, which means nothing can survive. So I have a hard time believing that even if you mass their time and space, you could save a body that way just because you chose to. But that's the fancy movie. That's what makes it fun. Right. And because you have a liberty, nobody can really criticize you what you chose to say about it. Good movie. Good solid. Good entertainment. Good use of time. Even fun looking into it and nitpicking at science even. Right. Good solid movie. That's what I heard like, a lot of people too. A lot of people really got interested in, in a lot of these new theories and, right. and, and stars and space yeah. and sure. got a lot of people like doing research afterwards and getting interested in it. It's important. Yeah. Uh, for me, a lot of that stuff too, like the time, like the time, time delay, the time warp, like the black hole, that stuff is what really blew my mind. Like that's what I liked about the movie. Like, it's got all the most you're like, wow. it's like, So even though it had some parts that I thought, you know, that I that maybe I quibbled with, I didn't really, it didn't take away from the movie at all. I, I, I gave it, I'll between 8 and 8.5. And the only reason I brought up those things is because like, I was like, oh, I know what we're going to do. He says, I'm going to do a, uh, <laughs> After a podcast. Something. I was like, I about something to say about this movie. Right? <laughs> <laughs> After they something. Not, not that I, you know, not that they bothered. They didn't take away from the movie for me, actually. I actually yeah. totally right. enjoyed the movie. And it did have, for me, it did have moments where I was like, oh, shit. Like, when you get back to the <laughs> 23 years, I was like, what? <laughs> so uh, I, I, I liked it. I liked everything. And then the fact that, you know, even the beginning part, I thought it was kind of long. I, I like when they make movies like three hour movies. 
Yeah, it's worth. True. Uh, it's, a, it's a full experience. Yeah. And I agree with all this. Like it's a total, it's a full movie with a lot of like really interesting ideas and really like effects and all that. So I liked it overall. And that stuff. I mean, the ending. Not that it didn't, it didn't take away from. It. I just, I just, well, I was really hoping for something that would have been like a wow ending. That like something that explained why there were deaths like that beyond just like you know it was in a, in a black hole. But I'm okay with it. Oh, and I have Ronald's final rating as well, which was an 8.5. Alright. Alright. No words from him? A lot of laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I will be in line for the next Nolan movie. I just think his, most of the stuff he does, well, I, yeah, all the stuff is like really compelling. Like, I, I kind of just want to see where he goes with the movie and where his idea goes. I had no idea what this movie was about. Like, I think which most, I liked. Most of That's, it, right? Which I liked. They, they tried to keep it. Yeah. So, I, I didn't read too much. I only watched like one trailer. I didn't watch any trailer and I just... Well, yeah. The trailers, you couldn't discern that much except right. that they are... They sliced it a lot, which is nice. Planets, yeah. yeah. Okay. I haven't seen a trailer. Oh, even better. I, I didn't even know the synopsis. <laughs> I only knew Matthew McConaughey was in it. And I figured it was going to be a space movie. Do <laughs> you think you're wrong after the first hour? You're like, yeah, I was questioning. <laughs> like, they're never gonna get off this planet. I know, I know. No, but I knew they were going to, but I just didn't. Um, I, I wanted to go in blind. Yeah, I like the surprise of it all because I didn't. I didn't invest too much time in reading stuff beforehand, reviews or anything. Yeah. Only at a high level to see like, is it doing good or is it bad. I didn't dig deep. Which yeah. I'm glad. I, yeah, I'm, I'm happy. Like it wasn't a lot out there. You just kept it quiet. I think those are the best when you just right. kind of don't know, and you kind of go in, go in, kind of just we respect the filmmaker and right. see what he's going to do. That Damon thing, pleasant surprise. That was an awesome surprise. Because on IMDb, he wasn't even on IMDb. Oh really? For the second week I saw it, I, I looked. I'm like, he wasn't there. So somehow they even kept that secret on IMDb. So we see him for two. It was as much as a surprise to me as as much as it was because I didn't know other than that. Uh, okay. I had no idea, yeah. so, which is nice, I thought. There's a picture of Man on the Wall, remember when Michael Caine... I thought it was movie? just names, though, I didn't know... I could tell. There's a picture, but you can't tell, like, yeah, it's you can't tell super, it like, like, so far away, you can't, right, it's right. so blurry, you can't... So I had no idea who it was, and then, whoa... I just thought the Asian guy was Man. I got confused. Oh, <laughs> you know, because when you have a wall, there's one Asian, he's the smartest guy there. But, you know, I am a Nolan fan, I think the worst thing Nolan ever did was the Batman series. Oh, uh, you haven't seen his first movie. This first one was decent. You haven't seen the following. It was not good. Yeah, like the Dark Knight. I didn't care for either of the ones after. The and the first one I thought was okay. First first movie. Movie. Damn, man. You don't like any of the Batmans? Not really. The first, the first one was decent. The, the first, first one I give you know amazing. a six and a half. Damn. Oh wow, that's low. Which is decent. Respectable. I've no. talked to him about this book over the years. <laughs> wow. And he still gets friends every time I mention that. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So no, I, I will definitely. I won't be in line to see his movies, but I'll always pick them up at some point. Yeah. As a filmmaker, he's very good. Absolutely. I enjoy it. And I think all of his stuff is relatively ambitious. And yeah. it's very not formulaic, which I like. Right. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Thank you, guys. We'll do this cool bands. maybe in May. Let's do uh, Indiana Jones. Let's do something. <laughs> cool. Let's just tear it apart. Uh, that uh, won't be too hard. That will just be a... Uh, Essentially, we beat on something. Yeah, that might easy. not be good. <laughs> you seriously haven't seen the fourth Indiana? I seriously have.